What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Happy fucking belated <laughs> Valentine's Day. So cute. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know what I'm looking forward to? I was just about to ask. I'm looking forward to us to get our shit together and actually be able to record podcasts on time or wish we forgot your birthday. It was a happy belated mm. birthday I sang to you. We're happy belating Valentine's Day. We I, Is it like we got head up ass syndrome or something? I'm write down your birthday. Be day. <laughs> make sure we mention yours, and that's going to be our fresh start. Okay, I mean, I mean, what better to have a fresh start than me? <laughs> Correct. Um, seriously, I am looking forward to. I mean, obviously that because I think that would be nice. Because I think, we but have if we never said anything, I feel like no one would know because we I, did a pretty good job right now of pulling it together. Yeah, but but, but we suck. <sighs> I mean, we're great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but we suck. Um. But seriously, I I told you earlier, I have, they change up the schedule partway through the year. So I have all new students. I know them all from like going on class trips and stuff like that, but I don't have my same three. And every day it's different. It's not like I have the same Ugh. three. Yeah. All. So it, it's a little, I'm just looking forward to being successful with them because they're all different, you know, to deal with. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I, honestly, that's what I'm looking forward to. Getting like settled, more of a routine. Yes, kind of. and and I yeah, which I feel like when you have three different kids every day, it's hard to get into that. Sort Does of it cycle routine? like every Monday is the same kids, and then every Tuesday a different group? Yes. Okay. So, so every once Monday you get used to them right. at least. Yeah. Exactly. So okay, that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um, and and more of a teaching moment for me. Yeah. Because I've gotten so used to my same three, and I know how to handle or deal with or what they're what sort of. Um, triggers them mm -hmm. you know so like now i have to learn all the others you Gotta know get so comfortable with the uncomfortable yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know today one of the new ones new to me my group i mean i know her but she was very very shy and, and you know i said i know it's gonna take a little time for you to warm up to me and mm -hmm. same with me with you but mm -hmm. we'll be okay i promise you Aww. know but I just hope I'm as success successful with them as I have been with the others, you yeah. know? Just be patient like, with yourself. Remember, it took a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Definitely. Love that. And what about you, Miss Alyssa Rose? I'll be on brand and we'll say Valentine's Day. Okay. A little midweek love day. It's on a Wednesday this year. It's a little it, extra love that day. Yeah, it, it is on a Wednesday. Yeah, Zane and I, uh, every year usually are little tradition is we go to an all-you-can-eat sushi place oh. and then Zane went out last night and they took out their cousin for dinner and he went to this fancy place and he immediately he was like I think that we should come here instead he's like I want to take you out somewhere nice this year I was like uh, all right okay you are know. they booked spoiler alert yeah no reservations two days before valentine's day <laughs> so he found some other place and apparently it's a surprise so oh yeah we're switching it up this year nice nice, nice. we usually go in our sweatpants all you can eat sushi go to see a movie but he's like let's go somewhere nice because he's like i want that to be like a nice gift for you i was like oh 
That's so sweet. So So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I was just trying to find some heart-shaped ravioli for my husband. (laughs) Oh, did you? That's a cute idea. Um, No, I mean, I know they probably will. Come on. I know I got time for that. I have the pasta attachment if you want to use it. Oh, that's okay. Thank you, though. Um, (laughs) But we'll see. Yeah, either that or maybe I'll pick up God bless you, child. She hates when I say that. (gasps) I didn't did it anyway. (laughs) It's quite on camera. Yeah. (laughs) Um, sorry, I've been so good with not doing that. It's okay, I, I just, sneezed anyway. I, I knew it was coming, so it's fine. Um, but maybe we'll order sushi. Mm, yeah, you guys have been loving yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I've I well, I have. He's really more so than ever, and I love it. I stand. Well, we'll see. Because also, we're trying to keep our finances at bay. You yeah. know, like we're trying to. I know, I was like, we just bit. went on my birthday trip, and like, so many things have been happening. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I want to take you out. I was like, oh, you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> That's so sweet. I know, it is no, very ever, sweet. Ever actually went through it the other night. He had a little bit of an emotional, you know what, because he was like, didn't we just pay off this credit card? Yeah. And it's right back, you yeah. know? And he was, he went down this hole of like, I should be making more, but I felt as though he thought I was complaining about it, and I'm like... I have never, I will never and have never complained about how much money you either bring to the table or don't bring to the table. Yeah. I says, we have to curb our spending. That's the Mm. problem, you know? Like, yeah. You don't realize it adds up so fast. It really, really does. So fast. It does. Just a little thing here, a little thing there. And And it's like, like, oh, wow. (laughs) Well, that card bill. (laughs) There it is again. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, and you're right. It's all little things because when you, because he was like sticker shook when he saw it. And then I'm like, well, where are you spending it? And he's like, oh, well, this and gas that. And, you know, we went here and. I'm like, see how quick it is, mm-hmm. you know? Even just bringing a sandwich with you when you go out shopping yes. can change everything. Absolutely. And yeah. he has, I mean, he, he used to spend a lot of money on lunch, but now he brings, brings his lunch most them. days, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's better that way anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Eating out all the time. But it is Valentine's Day. Exactly. So Treat yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Do it up. But yeah. We'll Love see. that. Love that. Um, well, let's do a little weekend recap. How was your weekend? It was fabulous. We celebrated Alyssa Rose. Oh, yeah. I, have my- <laughs> I was like, what did you do? I didn't see you. We did. We I have my Friday. daughter here, which was so great seeing her. I haven't seen yes. her for a month, so it was nice seeing her. I feel like it's been a month already. Yeah. And now I won't see her for another three and a half weeks. So, you know, I, I, I got teary-eyed saying goodbye to her yesterday because we dropped her off. I got a little teary-eyed, but I did not cry the whole way home like i just survived a month i could survive three and a half weeks truth be told she's my eyelash plucker so i think that's really what i'm gonna miss like am i crying because my eyelashes in my eye or am i crying because you're not gonna be able to pluck them i can't tell um (laughs) that being said i wanted to thank amy oh my gosh i hope that's her name i was like so confident going in that yeah her name is amy it has to be amy why would i pull out amy from my ass right right um Amy, thank you so much. She wrote me this big thing on Facebook about my eye, and she works with that, and she's very aware, <gasps> well aware and willing to answer any questions I may have. And she said in all of her experience, she's never really seen postoperatively a major difference in the eye. So it's putting me back on the, you know, I think once I get my health insurance again, I'm going to go for a second opinion, third okay. opinion, however many. But now, because she wrote that, I'm not totally against it yet. Yeah, it would be you something know? so slight that yeah, it's not like... Yeah, like if it's slight, I don't care. But yeah. also, uh, what we were talking about is like the trichiasis. I've been treated for trichiasis for the last couple of years. 
This doctor was said I had entropian. She said I was so close to saying it correctly. I hope I did you right, Amy. <laughs> um, but I do know that it's two different diagnoses. So I don't know which I actually have. Okay. So I, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see somebody else's opinion. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, because it's good to hear from someone that knows you. Yes. And, yeah. So thanks. It's you. comforting. To be like, also, oh, you went through that. Now I can do it. Also, I got to toot my own horn here. Hi, Alex. Hi. Uh, you know, I was going to say when you brought up the name, I was like, oh, is she going to talk about? And then no, I was like, well, wait, it was a dude. Now I'm going to talk about okay, it. I'm Guys, oh my God. So <laughs> I went into a store, went up to the cashier to pay for my goods. And <laughs> this gentleman, Alex, was like, oh my God, I know you. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I listened to you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i love the podcast he goes, so many of the episodes like resonate with him oh. so it was really really sweet because I, I mean out of nowhere like uh, like i wasn't expecting it i'm like you're like oh. i don't <laughs> she's she's like, licking her hand and putting her hair I'm back like, oh my god guys I, i'm like a hot mess right now but yeah, um, like, it, was, <laughs> it was just really it was really really nice and kind of cool yeah, you know, the last time I got recognized was I met somebody at a fair. Oh my God, what is her name? You never told me this. Did yes, you? I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about it on here. Oh, it was so guys, cool. I have the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, fish. because it was just as I was like going into like the job, and we met <gasps> at the fair, and she oh. was talking to me about what she does and stuff. Oh, okay, I okay, okay. I okay. cannot I think believe. I because I've spoken to Honestly, her a few I get, times. I get I, so nervous. And the first thing I do is I say, oh, my God, so nice to meet you. What's your name? And then you forget. And it, it goes right over it my does. head because I'm nervous. And I want to make a good first impression. And then every time I walk away, I'm like, did I say too much? Did I not say enough? Should I? Did I make her feel like she wanted to walk away? Should I have hugged her longer? I always think about it. I feel really bad. I don't remember her name right now. It's okay. I'm sorry, like I said, I, It's very you know hard for are. me to remember, too. And, uh, I mean, I didn't... I didn't hug Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I walk away and I'm like, well, maybe he was behind the cashier. Yeah, no, yeah. he was. And yeah. I think I'm pretty sure there was glass there too. Oh, like a plastic yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm completely wrong. But yeah. Alex, anyway, thank you for saying hello to That's me. You so definitely cool. made my day. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening to us. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's so cute. I can attest. We went to the fam surprised me with a... Um, escape room and we had pupusas for my birthday and when we got to the escape room she's like i know this is about you but i just need to brag for a second i have to steal your shine yeah. just for a half a second okay? so she was very excited so yes anytime you guys see us in public please say hi it literally makes our day so it it's really, so cool it really does it's yeah it's cool to see a face like oh shit yeah That's and cool. like i'm not like in the spotlight so i feel for me it's like you know like, they have to I'm, really know yeah yeah so it's like he really knew. Yeah. He was just like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I always have that little bit of shyness when they talk about the podcast because it's like, I know we talk deep in here sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh. You're like, oh. Was he like it's younger like, too? It's like, it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like Zane's friend who, who's here. Yes. And he was like, oh, like, yeah, oh. I listened to that episode. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't the eyes anymore. <laughs> so true. It's so true. So, yes, Alex, thank you. It was very nice meeting you. That's very, very sweet. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. So we did the escape room. Yeah, that was so much fun. So fun. I always love those. They're the best. And the pupusas, slap. They were good. They were yum yum. Oh my god. Yeah, they came in clutch on Saturday because Zane and I went to the city. Dirty stay house. Dirty stay house. We went to Nobu for dinner. It was absolutely delicious. Zane loved it. They were great about his allergies. So if you have any allergies, they're very nice there and good about it. So definitely recommend. 
Uh, Zane loved it. He's a big fan. He said 10 out of 10. Nice. So nice, and, nice, and nice. he was like, you know what? Because I'm more, I like Japanese food more than he does. And he's like, this really changed my mind. Ooh. This was really good Japanese food. And I was like, oh, so proud. Um, but yeah, so we went there and then we went out for my friend friend's birthday and she did it at like a bar. So it was like, like a party kind of scene. And so it didn't start until 10 o'clock when it was a restaurant that turned into a bar. We were like, oh my God, literally that morning. We like didn't put an alarm on. We were like, we need to relax because tonight we need to prep. Grandma, and Grandpa are going awake. out. Yes, <laughs> we need to stay awake. Yes, and after we left the restaurant, we were like, oh my god, kind of tired. But we we're like, well, once we're in the environment, you know, it'll be fun. Um, but it was so nice because it's all like friends of friends, like Fran's friends that I know from all her gatherings. Mm. But Zane has never met a lot of them, so I was like excited. I'm like, oh my god, this person you're gonna love this person, and this person's it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he ended up loving everyone. Like I think a few times after we left, it was like a handful of times. He was like, I had so much fun. I had so much fun. Like we actually had so much fun. That's so awesome. And he got along with everyone. Was and- it a private, like close to just the party, or was it the party no, of, like open? It was just and- like okay. meet here. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Um, they ended up actually was it downstairs and upstairs it was called i'm not gonna remember what it was called it's on my instagram highlight on my new york city instagram highlight if you guys really want to know um anyways it was a downstairs and an upstairs and we it was downstairs was really crowded and we ended up going up and they had a dj up there and it was a whole nother bar and it was like pretty empty so we were because it was a lot of us you know she invited a lot of her friends so it was nice that we got to have kind of like an intimate just us kind of scenario yeah so zane and i had a few drinks and we had so much fun we were dancing to the dj and he loved everyone and it was a really 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 fun time that's amazing um yeah so after that we were looking at the train times and everyone was kind of starting to be like all right i think i'm gonna leave soon i think i'm gonna leave soon and at that time of night it was either uh like we got on a train at 1 30 or we got on one that we didn't get home until like 4 a.m. And we were like, all right, we kind of really need to make this train. Oh. I was like, all right, babe, just let me know when we need to go. You know, I was like, we were like dancing, having fun. He's like, okay. And then he was like, all right, we need to leave like soon. And then I looked at the time. I was like, we need to leave like right now. Like five minutes ago. Yeah. Because I don't want to break my ankle. Correct. Um. So we took the subway around that night. And then we were looking at the subway times and we were like, we're not going to make it. And I was like. I am not getting home at 4 a.m. I will get a hotel because I'm not. It was another two hours until that train came. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, shit. No way. I'm not sitting at two. No. I'd rather get a cheap hotel, sleep for a few hours, train home in the morning, you know? So I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? And he's like, let's look at Lyft and Uber. Because we were only on like 52nd. 
Oh, okay. Right. So I'm like, all right, let's just look. And I looked at Lyft and it said we would get there like one minute before. He's like, might as well try. I was like, okay. So we got a lift. We jumped right in. The guy was like on point. He was like going through traffic. I was like, this is our boy. Time was going down minute by minute. Yeah. Nice. Finally, we approached and we were like right there. And I was like, where's you going to get out here, sir? Like, thank you so much. Sorry, guys. I have gum in my mouth and I really need to throw it out. Okay, I feel like I have like a lisp. I'll hold it for a second. <laughs> I could just put it on the table, actually. Um, so I was like, sir, you could just drop us off right here. We got out. We ran. And we we're like, all right, track 16, go. And we see some guy in front of us running. And Zane goes, bro, if you're going to track 16, please hold it for us. <laughs> and he did. Oh. It was such a packed train because I guess it was like the only decent time. Otherwise, everyone would have gotten home so late. Right, right, right. So all like the teenagers and like 20 year olds are on this train. It was so packed. A girl literally threw up. She was down for the count. I was like, oh, my God, babe. And I was like, she's definitely underage. Like, she looked so young. And I was like, her parents are going to beat her fucking ass. Oh, God. Like, she was doing, like, the spin around and, like, her hair was in her face. Yeah. And the guy next to – that was sitting next to him was really nice. He was, like, eating food. And he's like, take my plastic bag. Like, oh, yeah. So it was, like, one of those train rides where everyone was, like, slumped. Like, it was a bunch of, like, you know, drunk kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like, oh, my God. But – um. After like a few stops, people got up and we were able to sit down because standing on the train for that long at that time of night is like, oh, but um, yeah, other than that, it was a nice night. Oh, funny story. We're dancing and I have on these like big chunky gold hoops and Zane and I were like dancing with each other and all of a sudden I, he like, I don't know, his hand went up and I felt my earring rip out of my ear and I was like, uh oh. And then I was like, all right, it's a big, got like a little like stud. It was like a big chunky hoop. I'm like, surely it's right here. And everyone, like, friends, friends, we're all like, we're not giving up. I'm like, guys, it's a fake earring. It's okay. Like, we couldn't find it. We found the backing. Not the earring. But not the earring. Right? So I'm like, feeling it. I'm like, I was close to you. We were dancing. Did it fall in your shirt? No, nothing. He feels Down nothing. Your shirt. Yeah, it was like, nothing. We get on the train, and I was like, I can't believe where the fuck did my earring go? It's huge. And it, everyone was looking with their fucking flashlights. It was actually comical. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no fucking way. Reaches into, he was wearing like a button up, like a dress shirt. Reaches into his little pocket. It was in his fucking pocket. How we didn't feel it before, I have no idea. Because he's like, we were both feeling me up. Like it fell into my shirt and none, neither of us felt it in my pocket. It fell perfectly into wow. his pocket. Wow. I, I don't understand. That's crazy. I know. We were, we were on the train. It felt like a fever dream because we were like standing. Everyone around us. The girl was puking. We were like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> and then you found the earring. It was That's in his like, fucking pocket. You know and I was actually really upset about it because it was my favorite pair of earrings. I don't know where they were from, but I know they were cheap. And I was like, I need to get on Amazon and find something similar right now. I was so upset. But there it is. Yeah. So you don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, our friends were so funny. They're like, we're not giving up. I'm like, it's fake. Like, we're not giving I don't care. We're not giving up. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, this has to be a joke. Surely we're being punked right now. I don't know. I don't know how, what were the odds of that. Anyways, yeah, so that was our night. We came home and, and we had the leftover pupusas. And I said it. I said, these leftovers are going to slap when we get home from the city late night. And they did. Yum. They were phenomenal. That's awesome. Yeah. We started... Um, Ted, did you know? Did you watch the movie Ted with yes. the teddy bear? They started a new sitcom. Did they really? And it's like Family Guy. 
Yeah, it's very similar. It's Ted is animated, but then like it's real actors. Okay. We, we fell asleep on the first episode, but we got like a decent amount into it and it was actually hilarious. So I didn't know they had a new. It's, yeah, brand new, I think. Um, Sorry. And it was really funny. So okay. we started that, yeah. And then I actually finally am getting cultured and I started The Sopranos yesterday morning too because we stayed in bed for a while and I'm like three episodes in, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we had a nice relaxing weekend. Sunday cleaned. That was, that was a gist. Nice. Yeah. I made a nice, I got a HelloFresh meal that had like a bunch of peanuts and peanut butter in it. It was like a Japanese stir fry kind of meal. And Zayden's going out to dinner yesterday, so I chefed up for myself. Beautiful. Yeah, it was like perfect. Yeah, that was my weekend. And that's that. That's that. That's that. So today for Valentine's Day, um, obviously we're a day late, but it's okay. We're it's 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 love is not only dedicated to one day a year. Correct. Correct. So what we wanted to do today um is we have a mixture of everything. First of all, we have an urgent email that we want to address right quickly because it is quite urgent actually um it involves someone giving birth very very soon so we're gonna do that and then also on the valentine's day theme we're gonna do of course a few love stories that we just have in the archives not actually we've never read them before but you know what i mean and then also we have a few sex emails why not yeah it's valentine's day let's get a little spicy right so exactly And this one is all Alyssa. Okay. I'm not prepped. Oh. Sorry. I was just so distracted with our conversation. (laughs) She's going to see it and go, oh, okay, no wonder it's mine. (laughs) I saw her scroll, so that means it must be long. I honestly don't mind reading at all. Like, it doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm not like, oh, really? Oh my. Listen, I'm gonna get my eyes fixed eventually. I, yeah, I like that's what I'm saying. Like, reading if it's hard and annoying for you, I don't mind. I'll read them all. I don't care. I, I do like to participate. So yeah, no, I will too. try, but I not with this one. Okay. Oh, it's very small font. Maybe that's the thing oh, too. Oh, and it's long. Okay, I got it, guys. Okay. So she says urgent mother advice because that baby's due February 21st. Word. So you've got about six days when this comes out. Happy, happy birthing day happy to you. Happy birthing day soon to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holla, ladies. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> Long time listener, first time writing in. Oh, hi. Absolutely love listening to you guys and watching the vlogs. I know a lot of people say, sorry for the long email, but I can promise this will actually be long and I apologize, <laughs> but appreciate the advice. We got you. Before I get into the problems with my mother, I think it'll be helpful to have some background information. I'm a 27-year-old female and got married to my husband, who's a 27-year-old male, on November in November of 2022. And we moved into our own house February 2023. We were living with my parents for almost a year and a half to two years prior to that February, and they were fully on board and okay with us being there to save money. I've lived with my parents my entire life. I also have an older brother with a wife. My husband has divorced parents and is close with his dad and only speaks to basically two of his four siblings. We are close with his older sister, and I always say she's like a mom to my husband. My husband and I are expecting our first child in basically two weeks. In basically two weeks. Okay. I've never had a close relationship with either of my parents. I love them, but they have their issues. My mother and I would argue and fight all the time, and it would be like two teenagers arguing. Very immature. 
As I grew up, I realized how immature she always was, and I became the adult always trying to talk calmly but and be a, bo- a voice of reason, try to talk about issues when they came up, try to come up with solutions, tell her when her words were being hurtful and not helpful. She's the type to guilt trip hardcore. Every fight ended with, I'm sorry, I'm the worst mother ever, and your life must be so miserable, no matter how mundane the topic or the fight was. Basically, she very emotionally, she's very emotionally immature, she's insecure, sensitive, gets jealous easily, she's passive aggressive, loves the guilt trip, and uses triangulation. We'll, she will call my brother the minute that our fight ends and try to get sympathy from him and tell him that I was being a bitch, but he knows better. She has a lot of childhood trauma that I believe led to these issues, but she refuses to acknowledge that anything is ever her fault or that she could be in the wrong. The problem started happening as soon as we moved out. She would be texting me all the time, and it was odd considering that we weren't that close. She started to get the, quote, empty nest syndrome. And now that my brother and I, now that my brother and I were all moved out. But the real problem started when I found out that I was pregnant in June. She is my mother, but she acts like the typical toxic mother-in-law everyone talks about. There's so many stories from my entire pregnancy, but I'm just going to bullet some main examples from her being weird slash toxic towards me and my husband. When we were told that we were expecting, it was Father's Day, and before we actually told them, my mother wouldn't even look in my direction because we had gotten in a fight the week prior, and then once they found out, all she did was cry and hug, but nothing else. Not really excited. She called me a few months ago about her coworker being pregnant and went on and on about how excited she was for her, etc. And then she basically hung up right after, never even asking what I was up to. She asked to go to one of my ultrasound appointments so she could listen to the heartbeat herself, which we thought was very strange. The first trimester, I was pretty nauseous every day and would ask every other day. She would ask every other day how I'm feeling. And every day I would respond with the same thing that I didn't feel well and It's not like she was offering to help or advice. She was just keeping tabs. So I told her to stop asking because I didn't like to be reminded every day about how shitty that I felt. And she got offended because she was, quote, just asking how I felt. For the gender reveal, my husband and I knew and we were just revealing to the close family. I told everyone I didn't want anything crazy, just a family get together and we would do something simple like cut a cake for the color. My sister-in-law, my husband's sister, who you'll come to realize my mom has something against her, offered to host everyone at her house just because she's the only one in our two families already with kids and our dogs can be much with guests. Well, my mom found out that we were doing it at the sister-in-law's house and she had an absolute panic attack that night at the point of my dad calling me at 10.30 p.m. and said I needed to treat her like she's my mother and I know what I did, etc. That went on for an hour-long conversation and my husband and I were so genuinely confused at what the fuck they were talking about because they weren't making any sense and my mom wouldn't talk on the phone or answer any of my messages. So the next day, I had to drive to her house and confront her about what her problem was. She apparently was offended that we didn't want her involved in anything baby-related, and if we were going to continue to keep at an arm's distance, to just go ahead and let them know so they can act accordingly. None of this made sense to me because there was no planning to be involved with. This wasn't a party with decorations and food and dressing up. It was literally just people gathering in a house and me cutting a cake that I got. And even though she had no choice but to accept that there was nothing to be involved with, she still was a little pouty when I left. Throughout the pregnancy, any time that we spoke, these were said with the tone as if she was reaching to find something that I would complain about, as if she wanted me to struggle or suffer. She would say slash ask, wow, look at your stomach. Do you have any stretch marks yet? Oh my God, you have a varicose vein in your leg. 
Has the doctor said that you'll even be able to give birth since you're so small? I've always been a skinny person and they used to call me skin and bones because I wasn't overweight like everyone else in my family. I see your belly button has popped. I hated that when mine did that. Is she kicking your bladder all the time? Oh, look, your nose is getting bigger. <gasps> she would purposely buy me medium-sized clothes even though I still fit into smalls and I told her that. For my baby shower, she thought it was a good idea uh, for a game for people taking how bets on how much I weigh and how much I'll gain by the end. Oh. Her and my two sister-in-laws, my husband's sister and my brother and the brother's wife, uh, were supposed to play my baby shower, but I got caught word that my mom was planning a quote surprise that she wouldn't tell anyone, was making all the decisions herself and was bossing around others acting like she was in charge. So I stepped in and I said that I wanted to be involved in the planning so that I could have a say. And after that, she was probably offended, but didn't up and doing anything for the party. The things that she was in charge of, she gave to my dad and grandma to do so. <laughs> She also wouldn't even look at my husband's sister at the baby shower. We still don't know why, but clearly she just doesn't like her. At the shower, we played the game where people guess my belly size with a string. She was the only person to guess double my size, and everyone was like, really? She even made a comment about how big I've gotten to a table full of my friends at my baby shower, and they just looked at her like she was crazy. I'm basically an incubator to her grandchild because I'm not allowed to need or want anything anymore. She'll say, baby wants a drink. Baby needs to sit down. Does baby want to go here to eat? Mm -hmm. These comments have been especially annoying. She would constantly ask for belly pics, which I have never sent because that's creepy. Like my stomach, like of just of my stomach, not of me. What? She even tried sneaking pictures of me because I refused to send any of her, any to her. She was offended that someone talked, uh, that someone talking about my husband wouldn't reach out immediately when I went into labor and that, that he might possibly be taking care of me. My parents bought concert tickets for the weekend I'm due. <gasps> Yet, she was upset that I wouldn't let her wait in the waiting room of the hospital as I gave birth. She said, what grandparents do behind your back, you'll never know. This one stung. I hope your daughter is like, is just like you. In such a nasty tone, you'd think she was the devil. You'd think I was the devil. My husband and I, plus my brother, sister-in-law, and friends have all witnessed her acting crazy and no one really knows why she's being like this. My best guess is that she's jealous or insecure about that her childhood trauma is being triggered. My brother and I are very close to cutting her off. Honestly, no one likes to be around her. How do I convince her to go to therapy? I've already brought it up multiple times. How do I navigate her, letting her be around my kid and family? How do I hold to a boundary without her guilt tripping me or her pouting that I'm not talking and not talking to us for a week, then pretending nothing happened? She's never been this crazy. So I'm sure that she can be better, but she would have to acknowledge how she's being and willing to change, and I don't see how to do that. Any advice is appreciated. I'd also love to hear if anyone else is in the same boat as me with a toxic mom instead of mother-in-law. I've attached photos of my husband and I and the bump, and I'm sure by the time you read this, our little girl will finally be here. Better she's not, because we are on time. We Unless you went into labor early. <gasps> wow, look at That's her dress. That's very possible. Aww. Wow, that's beautiful. Stunning. That's beautiful. Oh. <sighs> All I could say, oh, love baby bellies. All I can say is I'm so sorry. I mean, for all of it. Like, I really am genuinely sorry because yeah. I, mean, I know that you don't have a great relationship with her anyway, but you would think that bringing her, bringing your baby her grandchild into the world would have potentially had the opportunity to change that 
mm. like maybe heal a mended relationship uh, or, or sorry, mend a relationship. Um, you said she's had a lot of childhood trauma. Not that that's um, a pass because she definitely should seek treatment for it. You know, I've had a lot of trauma and I know I've brought it into my children as well. So I'm speaking from experience with um, she just needs to keep her shit out of your stuff, out of your yeah. life. Um, cutting her off, if you're going to cut her off, that's something that's obviously something that you need to sit down and decide. You know, it sounds like you guys have already talked about it, you and your brother. Um, but I think I would, me, just personally, I think I would want to keep that relationship, but I would have to set the boundaries and she would have to get therapy and that would have to be sort of the rules of if you want to be in me and my baby's life, I need you to do X, Y, and Z because I don't want this toxic toxicity around my daughter, you know, or around my child. I think you mentioned a girl. I don't want this toxic toxicity around my daughter. And when you said that, she said the one that stung is, I hope your daughter is just like you. I know she meant that like in an ugly way, but I would take it as a compliment, you know, mm -hmm. like, yes, I hope my daughter is just like me, mm -hmm. you know, cause I think I'm pretty fucking fabulous actually. Mm -hmm. Um, so take that, you know, turn her words into something positive because you know, she, she's obviously a hurt person, which isn't again, I'm going to say it, it doesn't make it right for what she's doing to you. Um, but I, I, I feel like you understand her because she's hurt, you know, but I would definitely, listen, if you want to be around my child, I don't want any of this. You would need to start therapy, and there's got to be boundaries. She definitely is manipulating situations, which I think is a horrible, horrible thing to do. But I'm so sorry for you. Yeah, um, I would agree. I think a conversation needs to be had. I think she needs to be called out in the moment, too, because some of these comments that she's made to you are completely uncalled for. And I think it needs to be said, like, what the fuck? Don't say that to me. Like, it seems like you maybe at some point did have a very close relationship to her. Um, unless, am I getting that wrong? Did she say, like, they've never been close? She said the problem started happening as soon as they moved out. Like, really bad. And then it was really bad with once she got pregnant. I think that if you see the potential, then I would definitely fight for it. Um, and I think that she definitely needs to be the one to want to be better. Mm -hmm. And I think that if she doesn't, I think that this is a relationship that is worth not having. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm trying to picture my mom saying these things to me and that would really just send me over the edge. <laughs> like making comments about you and your body and what, oh, baby needs to do this. Ba fuck off. Baby's in my belly mm -hmm. and I exist too. And don't talk to me like I'm nowhere. Hello? Don't do that. Mm -hmm. So I think she's trying to make you feel less than. And I don't like that. And this, I'm honestly a little nervous for you because I think once that baby comes out, uh, it's only going to get worse. And I think it's going to be, I mean, she she's sneaking a photo of your stomach when you asked, when you didn't send a picture. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. So uh, I would definitely set your boundaries with and your baby. stick with them. Yes. And if she's going to sit there pouty face, then that's a her. That's not her. a her problem. You know, you need to protect your child mm -hmm. and enjoy your child. And yeah. I feel like the stress of this isn't worth that. Yeah. So 
I still say if you think it's worth salvaging, I personally, probably more so because I lost my mother, I would love to try to hold that bond together. Yeah. But um, there are some very ugly things. I mean, the, the the what grandparents do behind your back, you'll never know. What the fuck is exactly. that? Exactly. I would like, you're not ever going to be alone with my grandchild. <laughs> like, That's giving like putting words in your mouth. Like she's going to family members and saying things about you. Yeah, like no. Yeah, like, no. Big fat yuck. So I would definitely, again, I'm rooting for trying to maintain this relationship, but there definitely has to be boundaries. And I think she absolutely needs therapy to help her work through her her trauma her childhood trauma this way it's not put on you yeah but i will always say a mother's job is to protect their children so when you have this baby if mom hasn't changed i would absolutely have to cut the ties then yeah keep it at bay because you don't want this around your daughter or child yeah you know future children you don't want this around that so yeah i yeah she's yep. definitely has some trauma and insecurities that she's that this is all stemming from because like why why would you want to treat your kid like this yeah, it doesn't no. make any sense so it's definitely coming from a place of hurt mm-hmm and I, so I would bring it up in a way of like, hey, mom, um, I'm going through this for the first time and I'm really excited. And you're kind of like being a Debbie Downer, telling me that my nose is getting bigger and judging me for all these things. I don't know what happened in your life and I'm sorry that it happened to you, but I would love if we could like make this a positive thing. Mm-hmm. So I think whatever you're going through, I understand you're hurt, whatever it is, I think you should seek help for that so that we can have a better relationship and I then you can be in your grandchild's life. Absolutely. And yes. if I can give you any advice if you didn't give birth yet, I think you're very smart for not telling her right away. I don't think she needs to be sitting in the waiting room because you obviously this is like always in the back of your brain. I'm sure you're always thinking about this shit. So like the last thing you want is when you have a newborn baby in your arms thinking about oh, my mom is here and she's going to come up and she's going to make a comment. Right. Enjoy that fucking moment. Enjoy it for two, three days. Who gives a shit? Then you tell her. Let pouty if it needs to be. Yeah, enjoy be. that mm-hmm. moment. This is your first baby. You don't need someone negative walking up in that room right after you gave birth. So invite your friends that love you. Invite the sister-in-law, whoever it is that you love. And get to her when you get to her. Mm-hmm. Because you got to put yourself first. Your emotions are going to be all over the place. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, good luck to you. And yeah, I'm sorry that you're going through this. Yeah. Maybe wait for the conversation after you have to get birth because we don't want you sending yourself into fucking labor <laughs> getting stressed <laughs> over a conversation with her. Okay. Embarrassing, funny sex story. Hey, listen, Jerry, longtime listener of the pod. It seriously makes my hour-long commutes to work so much better and mm-hmm. I just love the dynamic between you two, uh, between the two of you. It's so wholesome and genuine. I am also a longtime viewer of Alyssa's YouTube channel and I just love how relatable you are. You are very relatable. I am? Yeah. Thanks. Hi, Ben. Anyway, let's get into the spicy spice. Yes, please. Okay. I've hooked up with my guy, best friend, (gasps) a handful of times. But this one time, I think, takes the cake. One time we were doing the nasty and everything felt fine. It was great. We both finished. And it was great. Well, I guess it was great. <laughs> she said, it was great. great. And we finished. And, <laughs> and it, it was, was great. <laughs> uh, I go home after that. And I'm like, hmm, something feels a little weird down there. Kind of stings. But maybe that's just because I haven't peed yet. So I go pee. And it still feels off. 
I wake up the next morning and it's still stinging. So naturally, I take a mirror, take a look down there, and I see a tiny little cut. I was like, oh shit, what is that? So I immediately start Googling and it says it should fix itself and I should be fine. So I was like, okay, cool. I guess it'll just go away on its own. I ended up telling my guy best friend what happened. And he was like, I think you may have gone a little hard and ripped me a little bit. And he immediately is oh, like, you, sorry. Oh. I thought he was saying he ripped too. I was like, no way. You ripped <laughs> his dick. And you... <laughs> sorry. Uh, he immediately was like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so, so sorry. Obviously I didn't mean to hurt you. Blah, blah, blah. So the next time I'm at his house, he goes, I'm sorry again. Are you sure you're okay? Can I look at it to see how bad it is? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it's fine. It's tiny. Uh, it's going to go away on its own. I promise. I'm good. He proceeds to be persistent on looking at it and making sure it's okay. So I'm like, okay, whatever. If it'll make you feel better, then sure. Go look at it. This man takes his phone flashlight, spreads my legs wide open, and is all up in there. Why does this sound familiar? Have we gotten a sex story like this or do we read this? No way. I've never re- heard this one. Really? Uh, maybe maybe when I was going through them, that just popped out to me because it was in caps. Oh, sorry. Good. Um, he's like, oh, my God, I see a little cut. I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean to do that. Obviously, I wasn't mad at him or blamed him for it. I didn't even feel it happen in the moment. I just thought you guys, ladies, would get a laugh out of the story. Picturing Zayner ever doing this to you guys. <laughs> We look forward. We look back at it now and laugh, and always bring up the time he uses his, lash, his flashlight to look at my vagina. Okay, okay love you. Bye. <laughs> Would you allow you that know. to happen? Uh, no, that's too much. No, you're not taking a bill. Uh, your your bright ass fucking iPhone flashlight flash, flashing in my cooch cooch, looking around. You're like, there. do you want my feet up on syrup just, too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to just like? Should we get on Amazon and order like a Pap smear <laughs> metal thing, or what are we doing Hello? here? <laughs> yeah uh no 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 and no if it was something that really needed to be seen then yeah but a little cut i mean we're fine listen that but good for you for i guess letting him but i mean he was a little persistent i seemed very very genuinely apologetic like he didn't you know like he felt like yeah it seemed like he was genuinely sorry and like curious wanted to make sure you was okay yeah you know listen it's Uh, gonna have to happen like what happens when i get pregnant like zane's gonna have to help me shave when my belly's too big how am I going to get down there? What'd you do? Uh, yeah, just touch, feel. Oh, you just did it by just by feeling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, yeah, I guess he's not gonna also like, yeah. Well, you just don't need neat to. Neat and tidy, yeah. Neat yeah, and tidy, yeah, you don't you really know? need to, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> just neat and tidy. <laughs> just keep it a little trimmed, yeah? A little trim. Yeah. That's funny. All right, SOS. Oh, okay. uh, short email because I suck at typing on my phone, but I'm listening to the sex episode now. Alyssa, if you want to try spontaneous sex but don't like the fear of getting caught, a good idea is having sex in your car but in your driveway. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah, no, don't be worried, but be worried that all your neighbors might see you. <laughs> Sorry, I love you so much, but that's a horrible idea. Wait, wait, wait. I got an idea. Pull your car into the garage. Oh, that's better. Do it in the car in that's the garage. That's fine. In the drive? That's a hard... I need to get so many blocks away. Okay. I don't even know what town I'm in. But may- maybe where she's from, maybe they're in a more rural area okay. where your nearest... Right, no neighbors. Neighbor is oh, okay. like a half a mile away. You but, know, we but, got late neighbors on top of each other where we live. 
Literally. You can like unroll your windows and pass each My other. My neighbors would be coming home from I mean, with toilet paper. <laughs> wallpaper. You want some wallpaper? My neighbors would be coming home with their groceries. Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> so your car lights on. <laughs> no. Oh. Anyways, let's finish her email. Maybe she has a rebuttal. Okay. <laughs> like she can hear us. I tried this because of the same reason as you. And it was actually fun. Obviously not all the time, but to see what all the fun talk was about. Definitely happy I did it at least once. Okay. Oh, she wants advice now too. Oh, that was it. That was her advice. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, in where we live, maybe with where by you is different. We cannot do that. So, um, yeah. Uh, now advice. I was in a five. Plus, I'm sorry. Everybody in the mother has ring cams. Can you imagine like what's like, happening is, in that car? Why is their car shaking? <laughs> I have a knock on the door. Oh my god! Our Is next gunshots. Our ne- <laughs> Did anyone hear that? Was that fireworks or gunshots? <laughs> our next door neighbor is like an older couple. Imagine he like came to our door the next morning. I saw. I think something's wrong with your car. I saw it shaking last night. Shaking last night. <laughs> no, Grandpa Peter, we're fine. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, now advice. <laughs> I was in a five-year relationship and it just recently ended. He broke up with me. My heart was broken and still is. He was my best friend and partner. When it comes to sex, I could be an absolute freak and own it. I've never been that way with anyone else. I could walk out of that bedroom feeling like I just won the Olympics. I loved it. So the problem is he broke up with me. It's been a year now and I can't even bring myself to even fathom having sex with someone else. Nonetheless, feel comfortable enough to bring the freak out of me. Sex just doesn't interest me at all now. Help. Is this forever or is this just part of the breakup process? Love you so much. Oh, that's tough. I can't believe it's been over a, a year. year. Yeah, I was going to say like, that's probably normal, but for a whole a year? year. Do you miss him? Probably. Like, I mean, he broke up with her and she's upset about it. So yeah, she's probably upset. I don't know how to get over that. <laughs> I, I, I would say if you do consume alcohol, I would have a night out. Have a little makeouts with some random men, random men. Who cares? Go get your freak off. Yeah, get like get, like maybe you just haven't done anything. Like you know when you get used to just like the comfortability for mm-hmm. a while, and then you're like, I don't even want it. But mm-hmm. then like once you do, you'll feel like back into it. Like maybe you should need to get back in the swing of things. That's or get on Tinder. That's, that's tough. But yeah, everything Alyssa saying, I agree with. Yeah, that's tough though. Yeah, safely, obviously. Yeah, do it. Just do it safely. You can mess around. Maybe that'll be fun for you. Find some single friends. Go out. And some driveways. And some driveways. There you go. Wow. I think the confidence, too. Like she said, she walked out of there felt like she won the Olympics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's got to be tough to to feel a certain, a certain comfortability with somebody and then just be like, eh, where'd they yeah. go? Yeah, but know? I just think you haven't tried with other people. You know? Like, oh. you're like, yeah, I just don't want it. But it's like you... There's plenty of fish in the sea. Like, I'm not... Like, okay... Is this forever? No. Like, you just had a connection with that guy. But, like, there's plenty of other people you could have that connection with. You just need to find them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's put not forever. You'll there. be fine. Yeah, you. Yeah, I think you just haven't put yourself out there. So, you'll get there. Okay. Sex advice. Hey, ladies. So, I need some advice. Sex advice. I've written... I've emailed him before, but here's a little synopsis. I've learned that word from Alyssa. Really? Synopsis. Synopsis? Yeah. Like a little rundown. Like a little synopsis. Oh my God. That makes me feel like smart. Thanks. It's <laughs> a nice word. Uh, me and my boyfriend have been dating for almost two years and he has yet to make me orgasm. Oh, he is nor- my first and I am his first. So safe to say 
Um, we both have no experience. He has no problem finishing, but for me, it hasn't happened. Um, sometimes I feel like a log laying in bed waiting for him to finish <laughs> because it's doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I have tried to tell him, oh, rub the clit, but then he rubs it too hard, so it hurts. Oh, no. Uh, and when I try to tell him, oh, try this, oh, don't go too hard, he tells me, sorry, he went down. So I'm just like, damn. I just need some advice. He's pretty open to anything, but I guess I just need help on what to do. I've attached some pictures of us from our Disney World trip. Aww. Oh, that's sad. Well, first of all, I think you need to be honest with him. When he's doing something too hard or obviously if it's hurting you, something needs to be said. Yeah. If he's rubbing too hard that it hurts, <laughs> take his hand and just be like, oh, just a little less pressure. Uh-huh. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also you guys would benefit from maybe like just start with like a little bullet vibrator in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be a good thing. And I just think that you need to be open talking to him about it. Yeah. I think it's because you're his first and he's your first. I think you both need to be very, very um, like just open, like Mm -hmm. communicate what it is because you don't know. Right. You don't know from past experiences what it is that makes you feel feel good, you know. Yeah. And vice versa to him. Like, yeah, he's finishing. But, you know, like, is he feeling as great as he could feel? You know, like so. you guys both need to just. Like, put in your mind, or he, well, especially him, but he should put in his mind that his feet for the day is to get you to have an orgasm. Like, that mm-hmm. should be his goal. His goal is to get you off and vice versa, right? So I think going into that with that, and I, yeah, because I feel like in the beginning, I ever would try a little too hard, too. And, it's, you know, sometimes you got to show them. Yeah, you they know? don't got what we got. Yeah, yeah. you got to, yeah, exactly. And just gentle and, you know, like Liz said, if he's hurting you, little easier. You know, I went into the next line, though, and it says, oh, I tried to tell him. And he just says, oh, sorry, he went down. So, but I don't think that's an excuse because obviously you've tried this multiple times and you've been dating for two years and you said you've never worked him. So I would make the assumption that this has been many occasions. So if you tell him once, he should know by the next occasion what needs to be done before he Mm. goes down. So I don't think that that's an excuse. Like, oh, sorry, too late. But like I told you last time, you know, mm-hmm. so I think that's not an excuse. I think be like, oh, I told you last time and you're still not doing it. You know? Mm. But yeah, I think that it needs to be his M.O. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe if you even just say that to him, like, like, because I know like some guys are just all about themselves finishing. Like they're not aiming to please Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so does he know like that's his like his mission his mission should be aiming to please you yeah you know and he should want to and i think the other thing is letting go you know i always i've always said that there's so much that we get caught up in our minds we Mm -hmm. try we're trying too hard that we don't actually allow our body so i think also relax but i think definitely guide his hand or show him and show him yes and um hopefully he gets it but i think i didn't even think about that when you said that list about like she said it before yeah you know so that's kind of a little bit of a like eh, like every time he's like oh sorry i'm soft already yeah no can't help you no that's not okay sorry you can still be soft and help me out yeah 
Yeah, you can go down on me. Slot, yeah, can, try 69. Yeah, do something Maybe try else. 69ing. Yeah, there's a million other ways that he can get you off other than just Yeah, I think that that's way, a crock you know? lot of fucking excuses. <laughs> Slurping up the excuses. Well, listen, have fun trying. Yeah, and he better fucking put you first. Yeah. Put you first. Or equal. Please each other. That's just what I one. Mean, yeah. Yeah. But he's only worried. It seems like he's only worried about himself because then he's like, "Oh, I'm soft." You know, you know, like yeah, I don't like that. No, sorry, I'm soft. I don't give a fuck what you are. (laughs) How about me, bitch? Oh my god, this dog is so fucking cute on this next one. Are you kidding? Oh my god, he's in his fucking (gasps) bow. He has a bow tie. Bow tie. Thank you. (gasps) Oh. Okay, let's see what this is about. It's a love story. It's not sex. I thought it was gonna be sex. (laughs) Love story. Love then came. Well, no. Then come okay. to baby in the baby carriage. All right, some love stories. Uh, good morning, lovely ladies. First, I absolutely love you too and look forward to every podcast episode. Oh, thank you. This is a dating app love story. My now husband and I met at the start of COVID on Bumble. I was in the stage of dating where all the guys sucked and were players. So when I invited my now husband to a bar with a few of my friends on Valentine's Day 2020, he strung me along a bit since he wasn't sure if he could come as he was on duty in the military. Uh, But he got his friend to help him out and ended up making it. I even convinced him to pick us up from my friend's house so that we don't have to get an Uber. He was such a gentleman and made sure I always had a drink in hand. Yes, I got very drunk and I don't remember anything from that night. Mm -hmm. At the end of the night, when he dropped us off, I tried to get him to come up, but he refused. I saw him the next day and we had a nice lunch. At the time, I lived on Nantucket. (gasps) She lived on Nantucket Island. Yeah. There's an author, Ellen Hunderbrand, and she always writes about nantucket and she's always there so i'm like i've been intrigued about it um even though i haven't read a lot of her books anyway um and without hesitation he came to visit me twice prior to covid hitting once covid hit we did long distance and grew our relationship on such a deep level because we talked and played mario kart regularly our longest chat being six hours he is the sweetest most caring and funny man we have a strong communication respect and admiration i cannot be more grateful for the absolute best man after three months we said i love you at six months we moved in together and a year and a half we got engaged with my dream dog oh what is that what is that a papillion i don't know why i said that twice a papillion i just glitched did you hear that i did <laughs> that's oh, what is that what mood. is that <laughs> a papillion i don't know it's fucking cute though uh fast forward we have now been married for two years and together almost four we are more in love than ever and cannot thank Bumble enough for helping me find the absolute best man ever. Photos below. Aww. I like Bumble, actually. I used it for friendship stuff, but um, I also did a brand deal with them and they're a really nice company. So I love that you had a a good experience. Aw, this is so sweet. Beautiful pictures. Yeah. Love so See, sweet. you never know. It's full of players until you find the one. Oh, look at this one. Oh, this one is for Jerry. Okay. Big fonts, big fonts. Uh, hey, y'all. My name is, and I live in, and now I live in, and I've been watching Alyssa <laughs> from the start and listening to y'all. Wait, I've seen your pictures before. From the very start. Now I got to go scroll and see pictures. Oh, yes. I remember you. Right? I don't remember what it was, but I remember the pictures. Okay, let me go b- scroll back up. <laughs> Y'all are fucking funny. Thank you. Thank you. I know everyone says that their email is long, but mine is, and I'm sorry, especially if Jerry is reading this. Listen, sweetheart, you made this font so big and juicy that I can read it no 
problem. There we go. And she said, and I'm not a good writer, so I tried my best. Well, so far, okay. so great. It all started on Tinder. Oh, I was on there for a while. And no, I wasn't there for sex. Huh. I had gotten out of an abusive relationship, and I was free. So I downloaded Tinder to meet new people and drink. But it got pretty bad. I was, <laughs> I was an alcoholic and drug addict. Oh, I used no. to do pills and heroin. Oh, my God. But at this point, I was three years clean. Good. Congratulations. Anywho. February 14th, 2016 came, and I was just about to delete the app, uh, but then huh? I matched with the sec- most sexiest man, Ooh. and needless to say, we started talking all day, every day. We mainly talked about me, because he didn't want to talk about his past, afraid I would judge him, but he eventually told me. He went to prison, and he's a drug addict also, and that's why he's in rehab right now. That's why we came to where we are. I told him the past doesn't define us and I could care less what you did in the past because it's in the past. He told me that that's the day he fell in love with me. (laughs) I then eventually told him about my past, but after some time he got a job and Oh wait, after some time he got a job and a shack as we call it. Uh, Stupid if you will. And I basically moved in with this man, only knowing him for two months. But not long after that, we started using heroin again. Oh, no. Not long after that, maybe about a month, we decided to go back to there to go to see his probation officer. He didn't want to leave me, so he called his mom and asked if he could bring a girl home. Even though she's never met me or spoke to me on the phone, she said yes. He's a big mama's boy. But just six months of knowing this man, I dropped my life and went with him. We drove to where they are. His parents. I think you can say the police. It's fine. Um, I just feel like because it's so specific, okay. if people know them. Okay. Sorry, I'm just trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Especially what it, with what it's about. I don't want judgment from anybody. Yeah. Um, his parents' house was beautiful. Plus, their basement was huge and fully furnished. Kitchen, bathroom, living room, laundry room, everything. 3,000 square feet. Damn. Amazing, right? We were so lucky. But nope, we left her after a few weeks to go live in hotels and use. Until my boyfriend got arrested and was sent back to prison on my birthday. I had no idea for how long, so I decided to go back home so I can get clean. But that didn't happen. I overdosed twice. I hope this has a good ending. My family found me on one one of those times, but that didn't change anything. I kept using. I was depressed. But that final email from my mom got to me. Him telling me to get my shit together. But that final email from my man, sorry, got me. Him telling me that I need to get my shit together because I'm the one he wants to marry and I'm his soulmate and he wants to have kids with me. So I worked and saved money for two weeks and got clean. The day he got out of prison, he bought me a plane ticket. The next day I flew back. I didn't tell anybody. I only packed a few pairs of socks and undies and a pair of shoes with my makeup. I eventually told my family that I was back there and not to worry about me or think that I was dead. Three months later, I found that I was pregnant. We definitely didn't waste any time for that, huh? Then in January of 2018, we got married. February of 2018, we had our first daughter. And in October of 2020, I found out that my dad killed himself. Oh, my God. A month later, I found out I was pregnant again. Of course, with another girl. We named her after him. Oh. Um... My, oh, I remember the name. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we remember the daughter's name. My crazy little piranha. (laughs) You can see in the pictures why I call her piranha. I think my dad sent her, (laughs) sent me her as his last revenge for all the (laughs) shit my sisters and I used to put him through. She's a little psycho. (laughs) Um, But any hoosies, my husband and I brought our first car, our first house in 2021, and I gave birth in July of 2021. I never, ever wanted to get married or have children until I met the love of my life. This is my crazy miracle love story. Two druggies on the road uh, to dying end up saving each other and building a life almost eight years together in February of 2014. Uh, In February 14th, it'll be eight years together. Yay! Yeah, so glad. Yeah, so am I because that really was a where is this going? Yeah, and I was like, how long ago was this? And then she said 2018. I was like, okay. 2016 originally, right? 2016 originally, yeah. Oh... But yeah, <sighs> I'm so happy that you guys both yeah. are clean yeah. and helped each other survive. Yeah, what a horrible way to live. You yeah, live like that. that is. Yeah. And I'm sorry for the loss of your father. I'm sure that's on top of everything that you've been through. I'm, t- I'm sure that was just like a horrible experience. And I'm really sorry for you. I am. Um, I have no experience with addiction, so I can't speak from experience. But I can just because I know it's hard to stay sober and I want you to stay sober. And my only thing would just be, look at these beautiful girls that you have, you know, yeah, I was like say, if you ever feel like, yeah, just look at these beautiful girls. It's not girls. like, don't feel shame and like seeking yeah. outside help or anything. Yeah, absolutely. These girls need you to be there and be healthy and they need their dad to be there and be healthy. So stay strong. The both of you, congratulations. That's a huge feat to become sober again. But congratulations to the both of you. And I wish you both uh, a sober life. Yes. Love that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Um, You were busy anyway. So it's like belated on purpose, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you all on Monday. Okay. Okay, Love you. Bye. (laughs) 